things early career recruitment the strategies to help you succeed will help you work with generation z with all the information that you'll need it's the jack and ollie show Hello and welcome to the Early Careers Podcast. Myself, Ollie Sidwell. And me, Jack Denton. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about well-being. Uh, on, the, on the line, we have uh, Natasha Tahal uh, from Lloyd's Banking Group, the Emerging Talent Attraction and Branding Lead. Uh, we also have Ben Reed, Senior Account Manager at the Advertising Agency, MSL. Uh, hello both. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Uh, very good, thanks. Very good. Thank you for joining us. So we're going to be talking about well-being, which is a really important uh, thing for this banking group. Uh, and uh, you created a campaign fairly recently uh, all around well-being, which we're going to discover uh, today. Um, do you want to touch on why, where this came from and what uh, this well-being means to Lloyd's Banking Group? Sure. So... Um Lloyd Bank Group always had a really supportive culture around mental health and well-being. And so it was a topic that was very close to, I guess, my heart and also in relation to the organisation. Um, we have loads of support networks at Lloyd's if you're a colleague. Um, we have um, mental health advocates as well. And so it was, it was a topic that felt like it was very authentic for us to be talking about. We also partner Mental Health UK as our charity partner and have done since around 2016. So it's, it's a topic that all of our colleagues are very aware of. We fundraise for Mental Health UK. And really it was something that we thought was very prevalent within the student audience as well. And so we felt like we could provide advice um, and, and open up some students' minds to mental health where we know it's a subject that a lot of students don't want to talk about. And really, that's what started this whole campaign um, off, really. Yeah, nice. So um, what, um, what research did you do to, to pull this together? Uh, did you look at, you looked at a survey, didn't you? Yeah, so we, we had a look at a survey um, that was done by the Insight Network, which looked at well, polled 37,500 students wow. across a number of different universities. Um, and it brought out some really, I guess, terrifying stats, if, to put it bluntly, um, where almost nine in ten students said that they struggled with feelings of anxiety. And half of the students who took part in the report actually had reported that they had thoughts of self-harm. And those numbers to us just were so staggering and we mm -hmm. felt that it was a really important topic to be talking about and knowing that students still hide away from talking about it, even though obviously nowadays, based on uh, the news and everything that we see, it is a topic that is more discussed than it was about 10 years ago. But even so, I still think there's a long way to go. And, and the study proved that there is a definite long way to go in this space. Yeah, the, I mean, those, those stats you mentioned there, they're quite, uh, quite extreme, aren't they? Uh, just to, I guess to, re to repeat them, you said nine in 10 suffer from anxiety or loneliness, uh, which is huge given the, the, scale of the, um, the scale of the survey. And 
about 50% suffering from thoughts of self-harm. I, I didn't think that would be as high as it as those stats show. I guess also one of the things is when you see stats like that, I think it's really wonderful that you guys sort of jumped onto it. But I suppose in the back of your minds, there might have also been a bit of a worry in terms of, you know, this is a really big issue and really important and we'd love to do something about it. But it's also something you've got to handle pretty carefully, I suppose. How did you sort of go about that? Yeah, I think that was something we were very aware of uh, from the start. Obviously, you know, we've already mentioned many different things like anxiety or loneliness. And we were pretty aware that we might not be able to tackle kind of, well, all of those things or even one of those things in its entirety. And I think, to be honest, that kind of led quite nicely into our positioning and our thought on the campaign and where we started that, um, you know, there's not one solution or one fix uh, to, to it all of these problems or to an individuals um, and it kind of really got us thinking in terms of um, what we could do for students how we could provide help and advice um, you know that they could take up or they could read um, or um, without trying to kind of like you say provide a fix um, to all of them which which might have been a bit unachievable yeah and I think we were very conscious of the fact that we aren't an organisation that specialises in mental health. We are obviously a bank um, and we we aren't trained counsellors or therapists ourselves, but we work very closely with Mental Health UK who do have those people there and who do have that, that expertise. And we also made sure the topics we were talking about use our expertise from a student um, perspective and then Mental Health UK's expertise from an advice perspective so we made sure that everything we were doing had a authentic background and that we were providing advice that we were confident was um was true for the student audience rather than us just coming up with it ourselves yeah okay so, so go on then this this um this survey was the spark uh, where did you go from there to come up with the concept for the whole campaign and how, how did that work so following that we um had a conversation, so myself and MSM, we sat down and we worked out what our brief was going to be. And one of the things that I kept saying, and I know it was a difficult objective for our suppliers to work with, is that I wanted to put a smile on students' faces. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm conscious that that's not something we can measure, but to me, this wasn't a campaign that necessarily needed to hit any targets in terms of um, success. But actually, it was about, let's just bring some fun and engagement into these students' lives. Um, let's perk up their days. We were going out onto campus. We were doing this campaign during February. Everyone was home after Christmas. It's dark. It's miserable. The weather's always cold. And so actually it was, it was one of those campaigns that had a meaning behind it that we, we wanted to create an impact. And so we sat down, we worked out what that brief was going to be um, in terms of creating a supportive environment so and and giving advice to students themselves to create their own supportive environment to go and speak to family and friends and also we were conscious of um exam periods what would have been in may time now of course that hasn't happened but we were conscious that we wanted to tackle subjects that were really relevant to students so for example exam stress etc so um following that msl pulled together some great ideas which i'm sure and we'll love to run you through. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think in terms of the positioning for the campaign, like we touched on already, we were very conscious we didn't want to provide a, 
a definite solution rather provide lots of options for for people to explore at their own their own kind of leisure i suppose so the campaign positioning and and the title that we came up with was more than one way so when it right. comes to their experience there's no such thing as right or wrong there's kind of more than one way to experience university there's more than one way to see success and if mm-hmm. things aren't necessarily working out for you or for your friends then there's always kind of more than one way to tackle it right um, so our campaign was really about trying to normalize those different experiences and help students find solutions that that work for them and then was there also um you know as part of the the brief so you know you saw the data you wanted to do something about it you wanted to do it in a way that had an impact on people's um lives you came up with this campaign to to do that was there any need as well then to um align that with other goals of the business or were there any other sort of um, perspectives from from the side of the, the the business Natasha that you had to try and bring into it yeah so our purpose in the group is to help with and prosper um, yeah. and within that we help businesses we help people we help communities and um, all across the UK so for us it aligns very nicely with the work that we do within our health and and comfort plan but also with our goals um, in, in line with Mental Health UK um, and well-being, etc. So we felt that this was a topic that fit quite nicely with our purpose as a group, but also with our values and our behaviours as a group as well and how mm. our culture is what well, I like to think. Our culture is very supportive, very inclusive. Um, we care about our colleagues' well-being. And I think this was something that was to showcase to students that actually we also care about them as people, not just as perspective graduates or interns, etc. Yeah, it's really lovely to manage to do that. Because um, it's, quite, it's quite unique to go out onto campus and uh, almost create a campaign that's going to add value to, to students. That makes sense. Because normally you're going out onto campus to you know, raise your profile as a brand or get applications from students to fill your roles. You know, you're doing it for... Uh, you know, for those purposes, but to actually almost not have those at the forefront of the campaign, and to pull the wider business, like you said, objectives, business goals, the charity you work with, the values that Lloyd's Banking Group uh, adhere to, and have the whole emphasis on giving back to students in an area where, you know, let's face it, that's, that's a really important area for for everyone today around you know, mental health and well-being. But uh, yeah, locking it around that survey makes um, makes so much sense, and it's so great that you were able to do that and focus on it so much. Yeah, and I think that was really important for us um, was to make sure that it it wasn't a campaign that was driving any recruitment, and it wasn't a campaign that was focused specifically on brand awareness. It was a campaign really that we just wanted to um, bring a smile, as I said, and and just allow students to have a bit of fun in their day and and to engage in something that wasn't, as you say, companies just coming onto campus to engage with students just for the purpose of hiring or for recruitment, etc. So I think it was quite nice to be able to do a campaign where we felt like we could really make a difference and have an impact on students' lives without having our our own agenda behind it. Yeah. So, come on, how did you manage to do that then? Because... If you're going onto campus and talking about mental health uh, and well-being, it's, you know it's quite obvious that Boys Banking Group don't necessarily do that as a business. 
Um, so, yeah, how did you manage to, to do that when you were going uh, out of campus and digitally as well? So we were, we were very conscious of the fact that, um, as you say, we aren't the experts in this area. And we were conscious that students might come up and be talking to us about their own mental health. So we made sure that we contacted the universities before we went there and we got the correct contact of who those people would be. That if someone had a problem or um, they were having difficulties with mental health that they wanted to talk to someone about, that we would then pass them to the right contact at their university. We wanted to make sure that we were very clear on the fact that we weren't the experts in this space. Um, but we also, we actually found that when we were there, a lot of students didn't even talk to us about their own mental health. They just engaged with um, our activation. So we took out um, three massive seesaws onto campus. Seesaws? Um, and seesaws, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so we put them in really high football areas. So we wanted to make sure that we were allowing as many people as possible, whether they were walking past on their way to a lecture or they were just walking past on the street or whatever to come and have a go. And we had students from the university come and, and play on the seesaws. We ended up having school children who would just walk past or people off the street. Um, and we just wanted to reach as many people as we possibly could. We we actually took them to 10 different universities and spent about a day on each university. But um, we actually saw that people just came on to have fun rather than talk to us around the seriousness of mental health. And they asked us why we were there and what we were doing. And we'd say, we'll come, we just wanted to brighten up your day and wanted to instill a bit of fun in the day. And that's what students were having. And I think for me, I went to a couple of the events and to see the smiles on students' faces and everything was great. And we also um, handed out what we called compliment cards. So these were printed with inspirational quotes, which students keep, either keep for themselves or pass on to their friends as well. But the nice thing was that everything we did on campus all linked back to our digital campaign as well. So everything links back to the hashtag more than one way. So all of the compliment cards, everything was branded with that hashtag more than one way. And it meant that students then after leaving that experience could then go and appreciate all the stuff that we've done on our digital campaign, which all fit in very nicely and all aligned together as well. Nice. So I guess then... Go on, sorry, Ben, you, you go. Yeah, I was, I was going to say it was a bit of a two-pronged approach. I think on campus we were there very much to put a smile on people's faces and then through, I suppose through online and through the digital campaign uh, we provided some more of that kind of advice uh, for key topics that are relevant to, to the students, I suppose. So the first uh, key activation online was a study-style quiz. So as Natasha mentioned earlier, we're kind of anticipating one of the key um I suppose areas of stress or generators of stress for students is revision and exams. So we created this kind of quick, fun quiz that allowed them to kind of uh, self-identify, I suppose, their preferred way of study or or things that might block them from studying. Um, and the outcome of the quiz was a variety of different kind of styles or techniques that they could try um, that would hopefully improve their revision and ultimately kind of reduce the stress associated with that. Um, we had a variety of other things online, including um, we crowdsourced kind of key university myths, I suppose. Um, so thinking back to that more than one way idea, um, people um, 
feeling kind of stressed, looking around, seeing students doing things and they're perhaps not doing those things and kind of trying to reassure them that there is more than one way to do university. So um, if you're if you're not going out every night, for example, then that's okay. You don't have to be going out every night to enjoy your time at university. So there's that side of things, trying to kind of reassure people that there's lots of different ways of doing things. Uh, and then there was some more kind of lighthearted content around um, quick ideas to improve your day from a wellness and wellness point of view. So we used the story um, feature on Instagram to create these story spinners, which would quick fire um, through different kind of opportunities or different ideas for how you could take some time out of your day. So it might be dance like crazy for a minute huh. or watch some funny <laughs> videos on TikTok or if you've got a bit more time, kind of, take a walk around the block or have a bath or something like that. So those were a bit more fun just to give people some quick inspiration of what they could do. How long did the campaign run for, Ben, like the digital part? Um, I think it ran over a good good couple of months. Um, so uh, from kind of February February and March were the key months. Right. So February and March, the digital campaign, which was running all that different activity. And then there was some um, of the on-campus activity. Was that kind of like in the middle or at the beginning or...? So it was actually at the beginning, um, some of the digital campaign ran throughout the campus activities so at the start of the digital campaign. And then once we finished on campus, the digital campaign then continued after um, after we got back off campus. So the digital campaign, as Ben said, ran for a couple of months, but we were only on campus probably for about three, four weeks. Um, so about half of that. Right, okay. And what was your favourite part of the campaign? Good question. I actually really enjoyed the planning stage. Um, I actually might be cheeky here and say two parts because I have two parts. Um, But I really enjoyed the planning stage because for me, it was a topic that, as as I mentioned earlier, was very much relatable um, in terms of our organisation and and the priorities that we've got in the organisation. But also... I really felt like it was a campaign that could make a difference. And for me, and I said this to to Ben and and our campus providers as well, that if we can make a difference to one person's day, Mm -hmm. that's what's important to me. And then we've done our job. So I was just excited by the fact that actually it was a really important topic. It's a topic that um, a lot of students are affected by. And actually, we could make a difference. I guess my second one was actually... Um, seeing the reactions of students on campus was incredible to see their smiles to see them run over and, and jump on the seesaws and stuff was amazing and also to get comments off the back of our digital campaign so to receive messages on Instagram and stuff it, it's really nice to see that students were engaged with the topic they were getting the, um, the sentiment of the topic and then they were taking away some of the advice and everything and we weren't making a difference which was great to see great yeah and Ben what was your favorite part yeah I might do a couple as well if that's okay I mean first up I think getting a brief like that is um, very exciting and, and it doesn't happen necessarily very often where you aren't like we've said earlier trying to drive applications or trying to you know gather emails for signups or whatever it might be so um, to have a kind of more open brief like that was was a really exciting place to start and I think um, the collaboration between 
Mental Health UK and, and involving the young champions um, from Mental Health UK in some of the content that we created um, was really important as well. We created two kind of uh, videos, animations using their young champions. One was a kind of WhatsApp group where they all joined and they shared their thoughts and experience on how to deal with stress and anxiety in kind of relation to exam time. And the second one was a really kind of powerful video about um, two individuals who had gone through um, kind of different mental health issues themselves. So one was um, recovering from an eating disorder and another one had um, a quite serious depression. And to hear them talk and open up to each other um, was really powerful. And, you know, looking back on it, preparing for this, it was quite emotional watching the video and hearing them speak. So, you know, getting moments like that throughout the campaign and knowing that they'll make a difference to someone out there was, um, yeah, really, really nice difference, I suppose, from some of the stuff we normally do. Yeah. So you, were you um, taking, I guess, uh, or speaking to students out on campus, you, you were taking some of the content that you mentioned in a WhatsApp group and then putting that online to, to continually support the campaign. Almost like, it almost feels like it's learning as you go and uh, evolving the campaign the more you, you're delving into the subject. Yeah, and I think I think what's you know what's really nice now is that we know it's been successful. We know that it was well received, and given everything that's happened over the past few months and how some of these topics have become more and more uh, relevant and prevalent in kind of mainstream discussions, I suppose we're able to kind of continue with this theme and topic. I suppose, and and we're actually creating some more content along these lines using the young champions. Uh, continuing offering advice to to students and and to our key audiences. Yeah. Do you um, do you think more companies will do this thing? Because we mentioned earlier how unique this comes across, and you're not necessarily focusing on brand or applications. It's for the greater good. And as you said earlier, Natasha, making students smile. Um, yeah. Do we do we feel that more companies who are you know, we're thinking at the moment we all go virtual certainly for this year. Um, potential to get even more applications from students that know there's fewer opportunities that are going to be around and those companies that are going to be recruiting are going to be uh, potentially you know, few and far between uh, if you believe lots of the ISC stats uh, that are coming out. So do we feel that this could be an approach that companies are going to take more to, to really help and support students? Um, everything that's going to work? Yeah, I think so. I think... Given the importance of the topic now, um, as Ben just said, it's more prevalent now than it ever has been. Students have had to move home when they weren't expecting to. There's uncertainty around future, around jobs, etc. Um, if I'm honest, I, I hope is the answer to your question. I really hope that other organisations take the same route. It, it was very refreshing during a campaign that didn't have the sort of recruitment objectives as normal. Um, obviously, there will be times of the year when organisations will have recruitment campaigns because they'll have live vacancies, etc. And that's completely understandable. I think for me, though, the main thing is is that whenever a company does do a, a campaign like this one, is that there's authenticity behind it. It has to be a campaign where the, the organisation is able to relate to it and students are able to relate to that organisation in regards to that topic. So for us, as I mentioned, we do have a very supportive culture and that meant that 
we felt like we were speaking authentically when we were talking about mental health, when we were using Mental Health UK and, and, and the young champions and everyone. And mm-hmm. so I think for me, that's the most important thing that I 100% hope that more organisations do campaigns where it is for the student um, rather than for the employer. But I also hope that it's done with an authentic background and, and really showcasing the organisation for who they are. So Ben, what were the um, what were the overall stats from the campaign? So I can give you a few key headlines. I mean, our digital campaign reached over 1.5 million people. Um, so that's obviously a big number and one that we were really kind of pleased with. Um, the mm. videos received um, kind of 100,000 completed views. So that's watched all the way through to the end. And then we had over to uh, uh, 2,500 people complete the study style quiz that I mentioned earlier. So mm-hmm. kind of a big range of numbers there, but we were kind of pleased with the with the impact that we were able to make and the amount of people that saw our content. Yeah, sounds wonderful. Yeah, great. It's a great response. To, to, um, to get 100,000 people complete the video, that's, that's quite unique, isn't it? I thought a lot of people drop out through videos occasionally. Yeah, we were conscious not to make them too long, or, and hopefully the topic was fairly engaging. So we managed to, yeah, managed to hang on to a lot of people through to the end of the video, which is, I guess, testament to the topic we were talking about and and the creative that sat behind it. Yeah. So what, what um, to serve them practically? What would you recommend in terms of average uh, video length duration? They're all like thirty seconds, aren't they? Thirty seconds to a minute. Yeah, I think we wouldn't recommend anything longer than a minute. I know some people talk about 15 seconds. I think ours probably averaged out about 30, um, which obviously gave us fairly good results across the campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And um, I guess one question that's going to be probably um, on everybody's minds, there's going to be a lot of people thinking, this sounds wonderful. It's obviously great cause, all this great stuff. And many people are probably thinking that they would like to do it themselves. But I'm sure the question they're probably thinking is, how do I convince the business um, to let me do that? Are there any tips you could give? You know, you know, you used existing charities and connections that you had within the organisation. But are there any other tips you might give to people? Yeah, so I think for us, as I mentioned a few times, that this this is a topic that's on our priority list. And I think when you look at those stats you can really clearly see that this is a topic where students are, in a way, suffering in silence most of the time. And and really, we have the opportunity to do something about that. And it's our job as an organisation with the resources that we have. But it's our our job as a society, it's every organisation's job to look after our future talent, to look after the generations that are coming up and everything. And so, really, I think that... um, I wouldn't say it was a hard sell to the business. It was just about taking your proposal, making sure that they understand, showing them the research and getting them to realise that it is an important topic and yes, we can do something about it. And so I think it's just about being prepared, making sure that you've got your, your reasonings, your stats, etc. And then, in my opinion, if it's, if it's something that your organisation supports, there shouldn't be any reason why you wouldn't be able to do a campaign like this. Great. And then I've just got one final question, which I'd like to ask. Is there anything that we haven't asked you yet that we should have asked you? <laughs> uh, 
I think the only the only other thing that I would say is that um, throughout this campaign, we worked very closely with Ben and, and the MSL team, and also our campus providers' experience as well, to make sure that this campaign was um, authentic and engaging, and delivered the objectives that we had set out in the brief. And I think that collaboration between the agencies and the employer is really important. So. For example, um, we ended up having daily calls throughout the whole of the campaign and we tweaked things and we learned from things as we were going through the two months. And I think just to make sure that that collaboration throughout the whole process is there and we ended up finding this is probably one of our most collaborative projects that we've done and probably one of our most successful based on, on student feedback and everything. So I think that... That is really important and definitely something that we've already adopted going forward for future campaigns. Um, but also having the partnerships in place with other organisations. So for us, we wouldn't have been able to do this campaign if we didn't have our charity partner as Mental Health UK um, because they were able to give us that advice. They were able to look at the um, digital campaign that we'd created and make sure that it was suitable for the audience and they vetted all of the advice that we were giving so we were making sure that we were giving advice that was real and, and that students could take away knowing that there was an expert behind it providing that advice so I think for me those are the two things that were really key to this making this um, campaign a success and and I think it was. Yeah it's a great summary Um I think the, the, the collaboration of expertise uh, really shines through because you mentioned potentially four, five, six different um, partners getting involved with the work we do there that all have different expertise to, to bring to the campaign and that, that obviously really shone through in how you were able to, to approach it. Um, given it. Given its success, will we will be seeing it uh, again next year? Will we be seeing it potentially in the schools market at all? So it's definitely not something that we want to lose. Um, we like to always evolve our campaigns. Um, so there will definitely always be um, a mental health theme um, within our campaigns or at least something around mental health because that does form a big part of our culture. Um, we, You might see some tweaks um, and some changes, but as Ben said, we're already working on another animation that's going out now in relation to dealing with the stress around coronavirus and the anxiety around coronavirus. And so it, it's not going to be a campaign that's just a one-time thing, that's for sure. Nice. And then um, for those that want to find out a bit more, you can find it on the uh, Early Careers Hub on Lloyd's Banking Group Talent website. Um, is that correct? That's correct. All right, well, we'll put a link to that on uh, on the website, earlycareers.co, um, for everyone to have a look at. Um, so, Jack, unless you've got anything other, other questions. No, thank you very much for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you today. Yeah, thank you so much for all your insights. Really, really uh, interesting. And, yeah, congrats on a wonderful campaign. Uh, it sounded really brilliant. And it's lovely to, to hear you giving so much back to the students um, and hearing all the good news stories uh, at the back of it, too. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Great. Okay, right, lovely. Thank you both very much. Uh, wonderful to chat to you. Thank you very much for coming on. Uh, great to hear your stories. So, goodbye from Ollie. And goodbye from Jack.
And that's been the Early Curious Podcast. We'll see you next time. For all things early career recruitment, the strategies to help you succeed will help you work with Generation Z with all the information that you'll need. It's the Jack and Ollie Show.